ladies, welcome to the Created Woman Podcast, where faith meets fashion. This show is for dreamers, doers, and entrepreneurs. And of course, fashionistas, I want to help you discover your God-sized dream and purpose. Because as created women, we are called to create for the good of others. So let's take the journey together. This is the Created Woman Podcast, and I'm your host, Heather Frierson. Hello, dreamers, doers, entrepreneurs. Hello, mamas and mentors. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Our very first on our new platform, Podbean. Yes. So if you are new here, hey, girl, we are so glad you found us and hope that our show and guests encourage you in every season and stage of life, because I don't know about you, but pursuing God-sized dreams and purpose is hard. Fun, adventurous, exhilarating, world-changing, yes, but hard too. Because of that, I can't think of a better way to kick off our new platform with our guest, Rama Mariello, who just authored her third devotional entitled, I Don't Know What I'm Doing. I mean, it's super fitting because no matter what season of life we are in, there are moments in every single day that I truly have no idea how I got here or what I'm doing. So in the spirit of today's show and Rayma's book title, I Don't Know What I'm Doing, I thought I would share that same sentiment and be really transparent about some things that I'm doing, but really have no idea what I'm doing. Okay, maybe not everything because the list is just way too long, but just some encouragement in your season of becoming. If you've been listening to the show, I shared how at the end of 2020, the Lord really started showing me how to let go of things here over at Creative Woman and give more things over to our fabulous leaders. That sounds all awesome, right? I mean, less things to do. Well, well, that was totally wrong because the reality is, is that it feels like right when I hand something over, something new drops in my lap, something new I have to learn. I mean, I wake up sometimes thinking maybe, just maybe today will be the day when I finally arrive, when when things really go smooth, like I'm the cool mom, super wife, and all the emails in my inbox get answered. You know, you know what I mean, right? And those big dreams that we have as a nonprofit, you know, where we have our own space to gather women have all come true and I get to drive into work where there are some really super cool world-changing women bustling around getting things done. But the truth is, I'm working from home recording this opening you are listening to right from my bedroom and all those world-changing women, well, they are working from home too or at their offices away from home. But nonetheless, no matter what it looks like or feels like, God is working and through each and every one of us, mess and all. And even when we don't know it, He still is. You see, the act of becoming doesn't always feel like you're crushing it. Most of the time, it feels like you are learning something new, a new way to look at things, create, respond, and reach others. It's become sort of our tagline for us to say, your purpose in life will never change, but your strategy will. So if your strategy is changing, doesn't that mean you are learning something new? So then maybe it's okay if you don't know what you're doing, because if you don't, you can rest assured that God does. All we have to do is say yes and go. He is in control, not you. The very one who called you and has equipped you for such a time as this. So to all of our listeners who are chasing and pursuing that God-sized dream, no matter how big or small you might think it may be, take comfort in the fact that you are not alone. You are not alone in motherhood, entrepreneurship, relationships, marriage, work, and the list goes on and on. God is with us. He is Emmanuel, and he wants to be our CEO of everything and Be our joy in the journey. All we have to do is listen and respond. I can't wait for you to hear Rayma's story. It's so amazing. And I know you will laugh with us the whole time too. Oh, and by the way, before we get started, we have a super cool giveaway that I'm going to tell you later on in the show. So don't go away and enjoy the show. Hey, Rayma. 
Hi, Heather. Love you so much. I know. Love you too. Like, I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to this podcast. One, just to oh. see your face. I miss you so much. I know. I miss you too. And what stinks is COVID forced everybody inside. So it wasn't even an option to come to Austin. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right. And usually we, we don't live in the same city, of course. We'll get into all of that. But it's, I feel like it's been forever since we've even talked to each other. Yeah, it's been well over a year. Yeah, because we've had- We follow each chance. other and comment on social. That's right. So very close on social. <laughs> but right. like communicating over the phone has, yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Because we can get into some pretty intense conversations over the phone before. 100%, 100%. It requires <laughs> like an hour. I have to block it off. I have to block yeah, it off. From laughing to crying, from laughing to crying. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, for those listeners that don't know you, maybe like I know you, (laughs) tell everybody who you are and what in this moment in time are you doing that we get to talk about? Okay. So my name is Rayma Moriello. Um, If you say more yellow really fast, I guess that's how you say my last name. My husband taught me that trick because I was like, how do I say my last name? Moriello. I have four kids. 17, 14, 13, and 10. Um, I know my oldest is graduating next year. So that's unique. Um, So college and all the things, the conversations have become gone from like superheroes to college, which is crazy. I know. Um, And yeah, I just released um my third devotional and so this one Say that again. is what number third <laughs> yeah this is thir- three um and yeah it's a 30-day devotional for moms and it's called I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> amen, amen. I, I love first of all the title is amazing because I'm not a Pinterest mom as I say all the time like can't be and your promotion for this book, if you have not seen this yet, you have to go watch it. Because as I sat there and watched it, at the end of it, your son comes up to you and says, has a math question. And this is legit every day in our house after school with my fourth grader. Mom, I don't know how to do blah, 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 blah. Some math equation, like you have to go ask your dad. Yeah, 100%. Don't know how to do that. <laughs> My husband is a genius. I'm actually currently homeschooling my oldest two and having to check eighth grade math. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not smart enough for this anymore. I had to take remedial math to take college math. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. That tells you anything at all. I am not wired to be a teacher. So for those teachers who are listening Shout out, you are the real MVPs because I don't know how you do this. <laughs> yeah. So you have four kids, but you have one girl, right? So three uh-huh, the youngest. So the older three are boys and our youngest is a girl and she is 10 going on 17. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yep. <laughs> a lot. So you said it's your third book, but not only is it your third book, it's your third book for mops. So, well, it's the second for moms. Um, my first one is called Because Crack is Illegal. Right. And that, yep. And that is a devotional. Maybe I took that one for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, the second is a 60-day devotional for women, all women. Um, and that's called The Struggle is Real. And yeah, this one is for moms as well. Yeah. 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 And so maybe as I read those other two, I just felt like I identified most because the the struggle was is real it's so real all the things but you've had a journey and that's what I want to dive into and just why has it been important for you as a mom as a woman and as a writer to really hone in as women to write these devotionals tell us what it's all about and why it's necessary so for me, um, my background, I actually was um, a journalist in the Navy, which I never dreamed of writing or even being a journalist. It just kind of happened. And I think that's God is funny that way. Yeah. Um, and so I had a background in writing and I, the very first devotional I wrote, I, the Holy Spirit like dropped an idea 
in my heart. And I remember sharing it with my uh, pastor and um, she's like, cause at the time I was thinking kind of broad strokes, like what if this was like a devotional for, for all women or all people, you know? And she's like, well, what if you kind of honed in on writing it for moms? And so she helped me kind of refine um, my voice. And um, cause I'm, I don't like excluding people. So in my brain, I'm like, I don't want to exclude women who aren't moms, you know, but this is what I've known, you know, for the last 17 years. And, um, I think my take on it, I use humor because, um, unfortunately I think in, you know, the Christian arena of literature, um, there's not a whole lot of like humor, you know, like people don't think, God is funny, but I think he's actually hilarious. Like when I read the Bible, I'm like, this is funny. The the (laughs) fact that he did this, that's actually funny. Um, And so I think obviously joy is a huge part of God's, you know, personality. And um, so, yeah, I use a lot of storytelling of just being a mom and the things that our kids say are ridiculous and God has spoken to me so clearly Mm. through um, parenting and doing things the wrong way and the hard way. And I just want to dispel the myth that parenting is easy, especially when you, you know, are a Christian and you're planted in church and all the things that it, it just comes naturally and it's super easy. And, you know, it's you and Jesus and butterflies. And I'm like, it's hard. It's hard. It doesn't matter, believe it or not, parenting is hard. And um, I think that's really what I wanted to write about is the victories, of course, but also the struggles and how God has, you know, spoken to me through those. And so a devotional is kind of a easier bite size, you know, uh, daily dive into what God has taught me personally. But I think my hope is that it would point moms back to Jesus. You know, I'm not giving parenting advice. That's not my jam because I need all, all the advice I can get, but it's more or less like pointing the mom back to Jesus, because if we are empty, Mm. so much, um, triggers, you know, that's a domino effect in in a negative, uh, direction. And I even know that from personal experience. And so I just, I don't know why God has wired me this way, but I choose honesty and transparency, even at the expense of other people, um, potentially being critical of it, because I think a lot more people are dealing with hard things than they want to share. Um, and to have somebody say the hard things, you know, and that they're like, Oh, that's okay. Oh, it's okay to ask for help with this. It's okay to talk about, you know, the ugly pieces of my life. Um, I think it brings a lot of freedom to a lot of people. And so God has just wired me that way (laughs) where I'll say all the hard things. And I'm like, if it helps set somebody free, I'm willing to, to do it. Yeah. Wow. You just said a whole lot and I would unpack it a little bit. I, well, it's so good. And I, and I've watched your journey the past, I think three years. And just to give a little bit of backstory, when we say I've watched your journey the last three years, you, it might've been longer than that. You and your sister-in-law, who is how we met. Yeah. Lauren, Lauren and I used to work together. Mm-hmm. Both live in Dallas now. And the two of you were writers for Creative Woman for yeah. a couple of years. Yeah. And it was during that time that your second book was published. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. And I have just watched you from afar, even though we might talk, I think thankfully for social media, I've just watched you and Mm -hmm. your humor and how you have four kids and Mm -hmm. that you're writing books, but you're also serving in your local church and working at your local church and you admit your flaws. So there's all this stuff that you just said that I just want to unpack for moms and women. And first of all, I just want to say it's okay to write for just moms because we don't say to single women. And I wrote a singles book when I was single. We don't say to single women, well, you didn't address the married women. Right, right. So that's part of that guilt. I think that we just need to get rid of like, 
Yeah. It's okay to have a certain audience and niche because yeah. we can't be everything to everyone. Yeah. Um, but would it have been one that you would have wanted? The mom, like the focus, like when you were like, you said that your pastor really helped you. Were you like, oh yes, that is my jam. Or was there some reservation knowing that there were be some critical moments that you were going to have some truth telling to do? Like, how did you even step into that with confidence? Um, I, I, there must be something missing in my brain (laughs) that, um, I, um, a lot of people are like, well, what gave you the, what gave you the permission to even write a book? Have you ever done that before? You know, I'm like, well, who told me I can't, you know, like, have you actually had those questions though? Um, I mean, in my brain, like people, like women, women, um, they're so kind. And I think what they're looking for is permission to do something that nobody else has really done before. You know, I think a lot of people want to write a book, but they don't know where to start or they don't even know that self-publishing is an option because, you know, you see books on shelves that have publishing houses attached to them. Well, I actually prefer self-publishing. I had a book picked up by a publishing house and I actually prefer, it's probably my control. (laughs) I actually prefer the self-publishing route. And so it can seem scary. It's intimidating. You're putting your, your gift and craft out there for people to potentially criticize. I mean, having um, negative reviews on Amazon. It's like, I mean, stop it. Everybody, I mean, it's, but some of them actually are really funny. I actually, my favorite. favorite, What's your favorite? Okay, my favorite one-star review um, because crack is illegal, which I love this so much, is um, uh, funny mom stuff to, what did they say to Christian or something like that? Or like talks too much about Jesus or it was something along those lines. And I was like, it's a faith-based book. So you know, that's on you for not reading the description. But I was like, they were so passionate about Yes. Yeah. That they had to write a review about it. So it's fine. It's so, it's funny to me. Um, but really it's out of obedience um, to the Lord. And, uh, it was the, again, it was the idea dropped in my heart and I was like, let's just see kind of where this goes. And as I was writing, it just kind of took on the form and the voice that it did. Um, even before then I, before I ever wrote, you know, we had opportunities to share from the platform and I've always, chosen honesty over wearing a mask. Um, it's just kind of how I prefer to yeah. communicate to people because pretending to be somebody or not doesn't help anybody. And if I'm really here to help set people free, and if I'm really here to point people to Jesus, it doesn't help anybody if I pretend like I have it all together and that I've never struggled with anything. And yeah. I mean, I struggle with all sorts of things still, and I have a really hard past, you know, and um, what better billboard than for you to be like, this is who I was, but this is what Jesus has done in my life for somebody who's maybe walking that same path to see, oh, there is hope on the other side of that. That's just kind of how God has wired me. Um, And if people are critical about that. And um, there are probably some platforms I wouldn't be asked to communicate from because it stings. You know, sometimes hearing those words is like jolting for some people are like, did you just say that from, you know, a stage? And um, it's like it, the people sitting in your audience are actually struggling with this and they need to see somebody. Like just an example of what you talk about that might be a sting that yeah. you feel like- well, uh, just last Sunday, actually, um, my husband and I were invited to share um, to our congregation and our history. Um, we met in the Navy. We were 20 years old and I actually got pregnant 
Um, and we were only dating for five months and our journey was just really backwards. You know, I wasn't yeah. saved. Um, and he deployed, we got married the day he deployed, he came back, you know, to having a wife of eight months, but never spending a day together as a married couple, and then having a son who was six weeks old. And so things were just really, really hard. That transition was really hard. I was bitter. I was angry. um, Because I wanted to deploy, I wanted to travel. um, And I didn't get to and Uh just being left alone and the abandonment and blah, blah, blah. But he was unfaithful. You know, he had a pornography addiction that led to infidelity. And then because of my bitterness and my anger and I was actually unfaithful. So both of us were, you know, and um, just being able to talk about that to people. uh, Actually, we the response we've received is shocking, you know, that it's so common, but nobody had ever heard somebody from a stage in a church really yeah. talked about that before. Yeah. And I think it broke everybody's perspective of to be able to stand on a platform and preach the gospel yeah. that you have never sinned yeah. in your life, you know, and yeah, which is no alignment with the Bible at all. No, every single story of our biblical heroes. Yeah. Have massive sin. Yeah. But and I think supposed to live in this generation and not have any flaws. That's not even possible, you know, and I actually think that's a huge barrier, you know, um, unfortunately from a lot of people getting plugged into churches because of the misconception of needing to be perfect to even go to church or be plugged in at a church. And it's like, man, no, the church is a hospital. This is where broken and hurting people come for healing and hope. And, um, you know, even as you were telling your story, which I've known it, um, so which is why there's no shock on my face. Yeah. I, I've known it. But when you said it, I realized I ha- now know a second couple with the same story. Yeah. Military, mm-hmm. uh, wife cheated. Mm-hmm. Then as a revenge, the mm-hmm. husband cheated, got married after a few months. Yep. They weren't pregnant, but still just quickly married, uh, both adultery and and are now and were in the church actually grew up in the church but now that's their testimony is hey we were military i was gone i had an affair he had an affair we came back together got divorced remarried now wow. are pregnant with their second baby wow so it when you say it is people are coming out saying that happened to us i believe it and maybe yeah. because you know being in church life for so long, nothing shocks me anymore. Oh no, me either. And so that is a misconception. I think with yeah. people that don't go to church that were supposed to be perfect. Like, no, like I've heard the worst stories from church yeah. people, like yeah. the worst. And those are some of my favorite yeah. because, uh, so many people are like, I never knew. Mm-hmm. I, you, I never knew. And, uh, it's just, a testament of what God is capable of doing. And, um, you know, neither one of us are those people anymore. And just the misconception of like, once a cheater, always a cheater. Well, if that was the case, we wouldn't still be married and we wouldn't be where we are today. We've been married for 18 years. And um, that's just not true. You know, when you surrender your life to the Lord, he can do miracle signs and wonders. (laughs) Right. So as it pertains to your book and your mom, I just wonder how much of that information do you give your kids and when and how, and how they all have different personalities. First of all, yeah. does your 10 year old know the same things your 17 year old? Cause these are parenting questions that even I struggle with, Yeah, with my past story, whether it's different. I think we all have things like, when do we tell our kids? So how do you navigate that? And do you, you have a devotional for that too? <laughs> That's actually a really good question. Um, we actually didn't bring our kids to church on Sunday because there are some pieces of our story that our kids don't know yet. And I think it's based off of just age appropriate, what they can process and comprehend and understand. Um, also if they were, alive and around when some of it happened, you know, so obviously they 
are a part of the story. Like my oldest, he was a part of the story, but he was real young um, when all the biggest mess happened. And so for him, we, he knows, you know, he, he knows we've shared it openly. So he's been present when we've talked publicly about it. Um, But I think with our, you know, 14 year old, being able to even talk, my husband being able to even talk to our boys about the dangers of pornography addiction, you know, and being able, because there's a statistic that says kids are now getting addicted to porn at the age of 10. And so being able to be the ones to say, hey, I walked down this path and this where this is where it took me. Mm-hmm. Here are things to be, you know, and so being yeah. able to use pieces of our story as tools to help um, instruct and lead. And then I think probably some of it um, will wait, you know, until they're older to really kind of talk about because I don't even know in their brains, they would even know the questions to ask, you yeah. know, I would hate for them to maybe take information and not understand it and then not believe the best in their father or myself. And so it's just really based off of their, their comprehension of like the serious things, you know, and I have a a friend that man used to be addicted to drugs. And so that was actually a conversation that she had with her kids at a young age because kids are exposed to things so young and it's very naive of us to believe that just because they don't your child may not have a cell phone doesn't mean they're not gonna sit next to somebody on the school bus on the way to school who does have a phone you know and so we've had to have some very and she talks about some tiktoks she's seen i'm like where did you see that she goes well the fifth graders were watching it on the bus like what and then the conversations that they're having and they're learning about, you know, sex from a sixth grader. It's like, wait, what? No, you know? And so unfortunately these conversations have to happen a whole lot younger than when we were kids. Um, for sure. But I think it, it depends on the story. It depends on, uh, uh, their age and what they're able to, um, understand is, is really, you just have to have discernment and sensitivity to, to it because also (laughs) kids will go to school and repeat things. And then you're like, that's not what I meant. And that's not what, you know, and so just for the house that was between mm -hmm, me and you. mm -hmm. Hello ladies. It's Kate Suquette here, your fashion correspondent. And I'm back with another fashion edition. Thanks for joining us. I wanted to take a moment to share some fun fashion tips with you. This is your fashion action item from me. Next time you go get your mani-pedi, have fun with it. Think neon mini stripes or muted pastels. Also this season, spring clean that closet. It's time to get in that closet, ladies. If you haven't worn it in the past year or two because of 2020, it's time to get rid of it. So if you can't think of a way to wear it right now, it's time to move on. Okay, ladies, don't forget that if you want Faith Plus Fashion delivered to your door, subscribe to our monthly Faith and Fashion subscription box, designed and curated to get you out of the box. Check out the show notes on how to subscribe and let us know what kind of fashion tips you want to hear about on the next show. Just head over to Instagram or Facebook to find this podcast show image and drop it in the comments. We'll see you there. All right, back to our show. Tell me again the title of your new book and then like one of the funny stories that you have seen that have just resonated with you and with your friends that have read it first. Yeah, so it's called I Don't Know What I'm Doing. That's right. Yeah. Um, No, it's... It's funny that I actually wrote this book during COVID. Um, So I, it took a handful of months to kind of um, piece it together. This one is unique in that I do take a lighthearted approach to a lot of things, but we've walked through some hell these past couple of years Mm -hmm. and, um, I think a lot of the tone that you'll hear while there are lighthearted pieces is actually a lot of like fight in a lot of these stories. And this particular book kind of took on a different life of teaching moms how to fight back 
against what the enemy is trying to steal, kill, and destroy, and just encouraging them, you cannot quit, you cannot leave your post, now more than ever, you have to be leaned into what your kids are being exposed to, your conversations have to be different, you you have to pray Mm -hmm. in in a much different way than you have in the past. And I think just society in our world is changing so rapidly that what we used to do isn't working anymore. Um, And I think God has placed a new demand on parents, not just moms, but parents um, to fight for their kids because I mean, the world's not playing around, you know, they're coming for our children and for their innocence and for their future and there's so many things readily available to get them off track and distracted um that we have to be we have to fight back and we have to stand at our posts and we have to take this up up more seriously than maybe we have in the past not to say that we're going to be perfect because it's just not right a thing but more than ever again this isn't a parenting book this is more of a, for me personally, over the past couple of years, God's really taken me a journey on what are the seeds that have been planted in your heart that have caused you to drift, have caused you pain unnecessarily, have caused you to even, uh, like my kids have picked up some of these bad habits and I'm like, I don't want them to carry this. You know, I don't want them to have to fight this battle. I don't want them to have to deal with this when they get older. I want the cycle to stop with me and um, just kind of tools to be in permission to like, it's okay for the process to be ugly, but freedom in this season is so necessary so that we can lead well, we can love well. So really that's kind of probably the tone (laughs) of this book, but I mean. So the tools are really for mamas, not for parenting. Right, no, no, no. a hundred percent. Yeah. This is for the mom's heart. Oh God. I I so need this book in this moment because we're in a season and, and I think it did start during COVID when the kids came home, they're back in school now. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. But they were home. And that, I feel like that's when a struggle really took off with our nine-year-old soon to be 10. And, and I, in a sense, I'm glad that COVID happened because I don't think we would have seen these things come to the surface had we not been together so much yeah. we're together as a family. Like, or you feel like you are my husband and I, we both work from home. Yep. We're yep. always home every night. We're not yep. like, the, you know, the nine to five, we, uh, whatever, um, we're super flexible. So we think that we're available, but then when COVID hit, we're like, Oh, we still did not see this. Yeah. And it's been a struggle. I feel like we have been in a fight and I've even been convicted just the last few weeks. Like, oh, you're that realizing that I was expecting my daughter to know these things. You're like, but they're 10. Yeah. (laughs) Why isn't she doing this? And like, and it really, I feel like the Lord talked to my heart because you're not discipling her. And I was like, oh, got it. Yeah. And so knowing that I'm fighting and not, not that I always fight well, but because I'm not perfect, but I need this book. So <laughs> I'm so excited. Because I, it is, you know, you do see the Instagram perfect. Yeah. Just not, it's ugly. It's hard. It's, it's, it's hard, especially um, when maybe you have baggage that you just haven't mm-hmm. dealt with yet. And I'm thankful for COVID because it really did force people to be still mm-hmm. and God really brought some things to the surface. And I think that we, we attribute a lot to the enemy. Like we give him a lot of yeah. credit for things yeah. unnecessarily mm-hmm. when we're like, Oh, I'm fighting with my spouse. Satan's busy. And it's like, or <laughs> what if God is actually bringing something to the surface right. that he wants you to deal with but you're blaming the enemy to try and like push it back under, you know, the rug. But God's like, I want you to be free from this. You have an anger problem or you aren't really truly listening to one another, you know? And so I just, during, during COVID, there was a lot of stuff that God brought to the surface that 
<clears throat> hurt, but it was so necessary yeah. because he doesn't want his kids to be bound with things and um, getting free can hurt sometimes, but trusting that God knows what he's doing mm -hmm. and that there's freedom and wholeness on the other side of that pain. You just kind of got to be willing to, to grin and bear it and just um, do the work to, to be free from things. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the funny stories, okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, the kids oh, are show the title, show the book so that for the, okay, so I don't have, here's right. what's funny. I don't have a actual copy of my own book without the, without this on it. They're in the yeah. mail. So for the listeners, there's a big gray bar. There's a bar and it says not for resale. Yeah, it's your, it's yeah. your copy, your copy of the book for you to edit and draft. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, so let's see. I, <laughs> our house, we had a house fire a couple years ago. So I, I forgot about that. Yes. And what a mess. Um, what a mess. That's your, that's what it was a mess. What, um, but what a gift because we were able to like completely redo like the house and I was able to get the floors I wanted and we upgraded the kitchen and so your background right now with the flowers on the wall is oh so yeah, this is my office they were actually able to salvage this wall oh um, wow. I know so this wallpaper is from anthro and I had it done before the fire and I remember thinking oh my god if they have to get rid of this wallpaper I'm going to be heartbroken um okay so my daughter this one's called we've got ourselves a runner um my daughter when she was I mean she had to have been four um we lived in a, in a different house and we were kind of out in the country and there were no like street lights and my husband and I went on a date which like we went to the grocery store and my <laughs> oldest son was old enough to just like for two hours, yeah. just make sure nobody kills each other and nobody runs away. Well, um, my daughter, yeah, decided she didn't like the way that she was being treated. So she put on her little shoes and she ran away. And <laughs> we get home and Dominic is like, um, so here's the thing. Uh, Gabby ran away and we're like, what are you saying? We in the country. So we're like, she could have gotten snatched by a coyote out here. Yeah. Like here. Oh no. Like he didn't call you and tell you he waited till you got home. Yeah. Well, she was home by then, but we oh. hadn't seen her yet, but she was in her room because she knew she was in trouble. Okay. And, and we're like, what are you talking about? And so we're like, oh my gosh, we're gonna have to call the cops. Where did our kid go? And he actually like had to chase her down the road and like, she's tiny, she's tiny now. She's always been itty bitty and like picked her up and like had to carry her. Oh no. Back home. But like, she just, she was over it. She's like, you, you don't talk to me like that. I'm putting my little light up shoes on and I'm leaving, you know? And she was just, <laughs> that was her first mistake is putting her light up shoes. On. I know. <laughs> like we see you, we, you know, so she didn't get super far, but just like my son, kids are funny. Yeah. Uh, he, we were, I think every kid has had that moment. Not, not my six-year-old yet, because she's perfect. We say so far, she's a sweet one. We'll see uh -huh. how that turns out when she's in high school. Yeah. But I feel like every kid has that moment. I had it. My oldest, I'm running away. I'm packing my bag. I'm out of here. But yeah. yeah likening that though to man we do that with god all the time. <laughs> we're like oh i don't like the area that you're trying to fix i'm out of here you know like yeah. a lot of people try to run away from god yeah. he's like where are you going what are you doing we have a little light up shoes he's like i can see you yeah. um but my my second my second and third child are 11 and a half months apart they were if i have gray hair they are the reason and um, I remember potty training my second, he, he was a little delayed and my third was a little advanced. And so we potty trained them together. Um, <laughs> and my second, he was like, oh, I can pee in things that hold liquid. That's what you do. And so we found he had peed in his Lego bucket. 
he had peed in the back of his Tonka truck. Oh. He like had peed in his closet. And so it was like our whole house. Oh. Just smelled. Like, like all, all the time. And I don't know how we sold that house. I don't know. Um, <laughs> People listening now are like, that's what it is. Check, check your Lego bucket. Yeah. Um, especially boys. They're like, oh, you be in that? You know, yeah. uh, just that's kids. crazy. But that, I thank God for girls. I don't know what I would do with boys. I, I'd be like, I, even, even some of the things my girls do, I'm like, that's so gross. Ew. Like, I don't, I think the Lord was like, she can't handle it. Doesn't know what to do. And it's, it's funny now hindsight, but at the time you're like, I, what are, why, why are we doing this? Um, yeah. How come you I don't mean, know to pee in the toilet? I just, no, it's anything, anything, anything. Is your game that holds a liquid, you can pee in it. Uh, yeah. And so having a 17 year old now, I don't know why legally 16 year olds are allowed to drive a vehicle. I'm like, <laughs> who who made that decision yeah. and why is this okay? Because that's scary. Have he, listen, he has broken his axle twice. What? He won't, <laughs> he won't admit to it, but we've gone to the mechanic, two separate, two different locations. Yeah. And both of them are like, <laughs> he's clearly driven over something going at least 30 miles an hour. Oh so, my gosh. Wow. All things I have to look forward to. Okay. So what I want everybody to know, because everybody has to get this book. First, I want to say this too. I love how not only are you this amazing author, third time, I want to just say again, <laughs> but your family really gets involved, especially with your marketing. Like this is not like a Hey guys, I'm Rayma. Buy my new book. Look at me. Yeah, yep. You really put forth this. Your whole family is involved with this marketing process, yeah, which yeah. makes your videos just so hilarious. You brought back some old videos from your other book when they were yeah. younger. I crack up laugh, like laugh out loud, not like watching the video going, oh, that's funny. No, laugh out loud marketing. And so first of all, what do they think about that? Like, are they like, yeah, mom, let's do this. Or do you have to kind of um, mommy's book. You, I'll give you a cupcake. What, you know, right. how does it go? Well, they owe me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, right. they, okay. uh, no, um, they thought it was fun. We, the guy who recorded this video is a guy from church and it's just, it was a lot of fun, very lighthearted. Yeah. Um, but it's really, it was like, just be who you are. And there's just a camera here, you yeah. know? And, um, I, and I have a feeling all the stories, marketing, all the, like when, you know, you're doing the video, your son drives up, pulls up in front of the camera. <laughs> These are all probably real life things. Like, excuse 100%. me, I'm on a video right now. Don't care. Don't care. Yeah. It revolves around them. Um, like they're, everything in that video is very, like literally has happened. So it wasn't yeah. like we had to, create a storyboard of yep. like these unique ideas. It was like, Hey, remember that time I had to make lunch in the car on the way to school? Cause you did, so that was, that yeah. stuff is real. Um, so I yeah. think it's just fun, um, for them to, hey, to this be whole COVID thing has totally messed me up as a mom, because if they forget something from home, we can't bring it. Yeah. Oh, they're like, sorry, we don't allow anybody to bring outside stuff from the house. I'm like, Oh, sorry, honey. You just don't have it. Well, it probably teaches them responsibility. It's like, right. I'm not going to save you. Sorry about okay. you. Well, sometimes it's on my fault. Like, mom, you're supposed to buy me this. Oh my gosh, I forgot. I'll go buy it this morning. I'll have it to you before class. Well, you can't. Sorry. Sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. I do. It's hundred percent. It's like, my, I, I missed that email. My kids <laughs> teachers. I'm like, I'm sorry. I am this way. This is just who yeah. I am. Unless their hearts have to deal with all kinds of moms. Some moms that are like on it before the email goes out, asking questions. And the other moms were like, when did you see that email? That email? I didn't Especially having four kids getting all the emails from all the places. I'm yeah. like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Well, where can everybody find your book? 
Yeah, so Amazon is uh, the platform. We have an e-version of it and then the paperback. And then my website, um, I have some fun t-shirts that I had made. Um, you a box, didn't you? Yes, so this box has the t-shirt. I have a pin, a little pin that says, I don't know what I'm doing on it. I need um, it. Memory, yeah, um, scripture um, cards just to help for memorization and then a book. So that was, that's a box that's on the website that you can buy um, a bundle of the three of my books. I have some merch from the other books I've written. So on my website, um, so yeah. yeah. So you say your website, tell everybody what your website is and we'll have everything linked in the show notes, but go ahead and say it. Yes, it's Rayma M, which is funny because everybody's like, how do you even spell that? It's R-A-E-M-A-M.com. <laughs> so good. Okay, before I let you go, I got to do the rapid fire questions. Your okay. fashion and fun. Okay. Okay. I love it. So other than your devotional, what's the one book that you're reading that is just like growing your faith and you, you just, everybody's got to read it. Okay, this is an oldie but a goodie, The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. Oh, yeah. I read it once a year, man. Really? I, yes, I read it and I'm like, I don't think I'm saved. I'm, I'm convinced. <laughs> so it's good, thought provoking, deep. I love it. Yeah. Okay, fashion. What are you cannot live without your favorite fashion trend or you don't leave the house without it? Okay, so COVID has really messed me up because I don't yeah. to wear anymore. So I'm like, oh, sweatsuits. Yeah, but what I love is that because I haven't been to the hairdresser. Uh, I guys, my hair's not real. Um, I have extensions. Yes. No. I have to have them taken out next week. I have so much like unnecessary growth. <laughs> really? I love it. This isn't my hair. Um, and so about your extensions. These are okay. So my real hair is here. No. <laughs> I can't find it. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's a mess. So my fate, my, yeah, is probably a good two inches longer than my real hair. Well, it looks good. Thank you. Um, but sweatpants are <laughs> the, but I love that retailers in, in like fashion, everybody has gotten on board with the matching sweatsuit situation. It. And so I'm really loving <laughs> sweatsuits. Um, but my husband bought me a uh, Gucci purse. <gasps> I know pre-COVID. So as as often as I can carry that bad boy around, yeah. I will. Like this is <laughs> with my four kids. I deserve this bag. I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's okay, oh, girl. You do it. <laughs> man. No. All right, what are you doing for fun these days? uh well um okay Besides raising you know, your kids. here's the deal my word for this year actually is fun really so I'm trying to be yes I'm trying to be really intentional to do different things so um me and my girlfriends like got a candle making kit uh sent to the house and, and for valentine's day it was like a galentine thing and oh, so we made candles yeah um taking up rollerblading again. I love riding my bike around the neighborhood, but it's not like a mountain bike. It's like an old school has a basket on the front. Um, I love running. Um, it just helps me kind of clear my head. And that's actually where I hear from God the most is like when I'm running and exercising. Um, yeah, just being more intentional yeah. to have fun instead of like working myself to death. And yeah. so, yeah, just, just. Your Instagram is fun. I mean, I love looking at your Instagram. <laughs> so fun. You do the funnest things, the cutest pictures. I need your photographer and videographer to come to Austin because he's amazing. Same guy. Same okay. guy. Love it. Gotta yeah. do it. All right. As we end, finish the sentence. I am created to. <sighs> Help set people free. I love it. Thanks for being on our show. Oh my gosh, this has been such an honor. It has been so amazing to watch creative women just take off and all like, I'm so proud of you for, I mean, keeping your hand to the plow. You are impacting so many women's lives. So thank you for staying the course because you are changing lives and I'm so proud of you. Thank you. That means so much. You know, we have a great team. We've always had a great team. Those like you that have been here, the ones that we have now, it just amazes me 
the caliber of women that God keeps bringing to actually keep going with me, you know, can't do it, could not do it alone. So thank you for saying that. And for really your time in this ministry, pushing it forward. Man, it's been an honor. Love you so much. I love you. Okay, friends, it's giveaway time. Rayma has put together this really awesome kit that you need in your life. In her limited edition, I don't know what I'm doing box, you'll get her devotional, of course, a t-shirt, a pen, and a set of scripture cards. And it's super easy to enter to win with just these two steps. All right, number one, find the podcast reel where we posted this show and then like and comment. Two, review our podcast on whatever podcast you're listening on and give us a sweet review if you can. That would be awesome. Because here's the deal. When you review our show, not only is it sharing the love with us, but it's sharing the love with so many others because the algorithm, whatever that is, boosts our show and the app so that other women can find us. So here we go. Here are the two steps again. Find the podcast reel we posted and then like and comment. And then two, go to whatever podcast app you're listening on and rate and review our show. Your name will be put in a drawing to win Rayma's box and we'll announce the winner this weekend. It's super easy. So don't waste time and go and do it. Thanks for joining us today. And if you want to do more, join our online community where you'll find weekly devotionals and resources you can take with you everywhere. A very special thanks to our CW friends who support this podcast and all of our programs through monthly donations. It's because of your generosity, women around the world are being equipped and empowered to be who they are created to be. For all of this and more, visit createdwoman.net and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Kate Suquette, and you're listening to the Created Woman Podcast.